Let's pray. Oh, God, how do those words go? Be near me, Lord Jesus. I ask thee to stay close by me forever. And watch me, I pray. In this season, that's our prayer. Just, just stay with us, please. Just, just stay with us. It's a crazy world out there. But you're on the throne. Make it clear what we're about to hear together in the Word of God. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So the title of the uh, homily as we wrap up this DIY series. What's DIY stand for? Do-it-yourself. So we're doing this kind of a Gen Z do-it-yourself uh, series this fall. And the last title here, you see it on the screen, a DIY guide for the perfect gift, no more blue Christmas. You ever hear the Christmas carol, I'll have a blue I sang it to my senior engineering student here at Andrews University, PowerPoint producer yesterday, and he said, Dwight, I've never heard that carol at all. So most of you haven't heard it probably, but anyway, it turns out, so here's the deal. It turns out these blue Christmases, they're not an anomaly at all. Guess what? I want you to read the words of a mental health specialist who works at Fresno Pacific University. Her name is Lisa Keith. She wrote these words just a few days ago. We'll put them on the screen for you. There you see it. Blue Christmas is more than a holiday song. Blue Christmas, sometimes also called the longest night. (laughs) I never knew that, so that was new. Blue Christmas, also called the longest night, is a day in the Advent season, all right? The season of Christmas, usually December 21 or 22. Well, we remember those dates because it's the beginning of what? It's the beginning of winter. But it's the longest darkness in the entire calendar of the human race. On this, marking the lengthiest night of the year, on this day, some churches hold a service that recognizes that the holidays are sometimes blue or sad. We're not holding a service, but we are, we are spending a moment in this homily considering that. Now, she goes on. Watch this. You might be having a blue Christmas because you are away from family. And in Anders University, there are people, lots of people who are away from family. You may be away from them all through this holiday. Now, you might be having a blue Christmas because you're, look at the next one, you are alone. Or you may be having a blue Christmas this year because you're dealing with illness or death. Or you may be having a blue Christmas this year because you are filled with thoughts of happier times. Christmas is long ago. What she has just recognized are the universal mental health triggers that produce this blue funk we know as depression. And she's right. You may never have experienced depression in your life. And some, some of you can say, man, this mental health emphasis, we're sure not into that. I'm doing just fine. I'm telling you what, out of the blue, pardon the pun, out of the blue it can come. And Christmas can be that trigger for that despair, that sense of, that, that sense of anxiety, that sense of fear, depression. Listen, Gen Zers, you know this. Statistically, everybody's telling us about you, that you have, you, you've got it. But the truth of the matter is, we all, we all struggle with this. I'm reading a book right now written by a rabbi. His name is Joshua Liebman. It's a bestseller. It was a bestseller, title of the book, Peace of Mind. It was number, listen to this, it was number one on the New York Times bestseller list for 58 weeks. Wow. In 1946. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just getting caught up on some books. (laughs) Actually, I've read this book a long time ago, and then somebody mentioned it. I went online and found a PDF, and so I have the book on my phone, and I read it in my spare time. This, this, 
this rabbi is bright. I'll put some words on the screen from Joshua Liebman. You see them there. No study guide today. So there the words. Our susceptibility to anxiety is the soul of our human growth, our human dream and vision. Guess what? We are all susceptible to anxiety. That's the point he's making. Keep reading. It is merely the conspiracy of silence about our deepest inner feelings. I'm not telling anybody what I'm going through. That's the problem with us. By the way, Gen Zers have found the solution to that. The rest of us are just keeping it bottled in. It is, mere, it is merely the conspiracy of silence about our deepest inner feelings, our habit of hiding behind the masks of convention. Hey, how you doing? Fine, thank you. And you? And you? How are you? Fine, thank you. Couldn't be better. Mask, mask, mask. Not true, not true, not true. He says, that's what prevents, keep reading, what prevents us from recognizing, I thought this was insightful, the universal brotherhood of anxiety which binds the whole human race together. The universal sisterhood binds us all together. There's no way Gen Zers have a corner on this. Every one of us experiences anxiety. Every one of us knows fear. And every one of us has tasted of that depressive spirit. The universal brotherhood or sisterhood of anxiety with the human race. Guess what? We're all in this thing together. So what's this business right about no more blue Christmas? Is there any way to take it away? Oh, great question. Truth of the matter is, I want to suggest to you that there is a gift that you can get this Christmas. I'm serious. There's a gift that you can get that can take away, take away, put mileage. Let's put it that way. It'll put mileage between you and your mental health distress. Mileage between my mental health distress and me. The gift is clued big time in the Christmas story. I want you to open your Bible, please, with me to Luke chapter 1. Luke has the most detailed pre- and Christmas and post-story in all the New Testament. So go to Luke chapter 1 because the clue is right here. And you need to know this. She is a Gen Zer. I'm just telling you, she, if, if she were alive today, she would be a Gen Zer. Why? Because Gen Z is between the age of 13 and 24. She's right there. She, in fact, Karen and I were reading a book last night for worship. One author is suggesting she was either 12, 13, or 14. Right there. Who are you talking about, Dwight? I'm talking about this little Gen Zer who ends up being the star of the Christmas story, almost. There was a bigger star. Take a look at uh, Luke chapter 1. Let's, let's, let's check this one out. Verse 26. I'm in the NIV. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, so that's John the Baptist's mother, all right? In the sixth month of her pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, the town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. There's that little team. The angel went to her and said, greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Wow, isn't that incredible? I mean, can you believe this? Somehow you can be between the ages of 13 and 24 and, and you can be a teen and it can be said of you, you are highly favored and the Lord is with you. I'm telling you, if you fall into that age bracket, don't you ever back off the thought that God has something big for you to do. Come on, look what he did with that little girl. She had no clue this was going to be her lot in life. All right, got to keep reading. Read verse 29. And Mary, okay, this little teen, and Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. I mean, why wouldn't you be troubled? Come on. Number one, the angel has just showed up in your bedroom. That is scary. And number two, teens are used to be called, used to being called everything by family and friends, but nobody's ever come along and called me highly favored of God. I'm telling you, don't you sell yourself short. 
God has something big for you. You just wait and see. Okay, pick it up, verse 30. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid. I love that Gabriel, wherever he shows up in the New Testament, his opening words are, do not be afraid. It must have been. Hey, we got a Gabriel right here. It must have been, Gabe, it must have been there was something about Gabriel's person. You know, and there's like, and everybody's petrified. Yeah. Don't, hey, hey, girl, teen. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you are to call him Jesus. He will, be the, he will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever, and his kingdom will never end. My Lord, you are talking about the Messiah. I am going to give birth to him. That's impossible. I've never had sex with anybody. I need to hit the pause button right here because you and I live in such a crazy culture with upside-down morals that there are actually, get this, there are actually some young men, there are some teens, there are some women, young women who, because all their friends are having sex, feel like they're weird. And the friends who know that they're still virgins kind of titter and taunt unbelievable. I'm telling you what, girl, don't you give in to that sweet talking. I'm telling you what, boy, those false eyelashes, don't you let them get your heart. (laughs) Don't believe it. Don't believe it. Because you know what? Listen, listen, listen. God can do business, big business, with people who are walking down his designated pathway. Don't you ever let no... How's that song go? Don't you let nobody turn you around. Hold that ground, girl. Hold that ground. God has something big for you. He'll honor you. Yeah, you'll get the last laugh. Verse 34, and Mary said, how, the, how will this be, she asked the angel, since I am a virgin. And the angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you, so the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Wow, did you catch that? The Holy Spirit will come into you, and your life is going to forever be changed infinitely for the better. It was that way for Mary, and guess what? It's going to be that way for you. Same Holy Spirit. You're not going to believe how he rearranges the landscape if you just let him. So that gift we're talking about that can chase the blues... I'm going to suggest to you that that gift is the Holy Spirit himself. I want you to think about that gift for a moment. I want you to think about the Holy Spirit. We need to go to one of the great Christmas shopping stores on the planet. Put Macy's, not Toys R Us, put Macy's on the screen. Okay, there's Macy's. This is the big, this is the, this is the, the mother of Macy's stores. We have one down in South Bend, but uh, this is Macy's. You and I are going into Macy's tonight together, you and me. Okay, so we go into the door. We, we go into the door, and as soon as you get in, you know Macy's, they always put the perfume counter right there. So there's this, this, this lovely young attendant. She's standing by a little table off to the side a little bit there. Two gifts nicely wrapped on her table. She sees us coming in, and she says, hey, yo, come over here. We got something for you. Oh, really? So we walk over, you and I, and we look at that. She says, listen, this is the Christmas season, and we have a gift for you. You may have this gift, and she points at, points at one box, or you may have this gift. Now, to make it easy, I'm going to show you what's inside both boxes. 
And I look at you and I wink and I say, man, that's the way I like it. When you know what you're asking for before you ask. So she opens the first box. (gasps) I'm telling you what, I have seen these. I have seen these advertised in those flight magazines that are targeting rich readers. I have seen these handcrafted European with every gadget on them. Wristwatches. Thousands of bucks. Just saw one last week in, in uh, Prague for, like, for $8,000. Wow. Man, I'd love to own one of those. She said, or, or, or listen, you can have this box or you can have this box. And so she opens the other box and inside the other box is a little card that's been engraved and inscribed on the card are these words. The bearer of this card is entitled to the entire inventory of this Macy's department store, signed by the chairman of the board for Macy's.inc. So she, she, asked, she asked you and me, she said, hey, hey listen, which, which, one, which one do you want? Now, I'm with you, and I can tell by looking at you, you are a lot faster than me, and I'm having a hard time with this one. So I drop my voice because I don't want this woman to ma- think I'm making a fool out of myself. And I say, listen, psst, 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 psst. did I hear this right? I can have that beautifully exquisite European wristwatch right now. And you nod at me. <gasps> but I can also have, if I wish, the entire store of goods and goodies, which of course would include the European wristwatch right now. You nod again. I said, man, this is a tough choice. What am I going to do? You're looking at me and saying, you nincompoop. Take the one gift that brings every other gift with it. Ah, good counsel. A century ago, in a little book called My Life Today, these words were written. I'll put them on the screen for you. Dynamite. On the screen, with the reception of this gift, the author has just been talking about the Holy Spirit. With the reception of this gift, all other gifts would be ours. Mercy, keep reading. For we are to have this gift according to the plentitude of the riches of the grace of Christ. Mercy, keep reading. And he is ready to supply every soul, your soul, and my soul according to our capacity to receive. Listen, folks, whatever is, whatever is wrapped up in this capital G gift called the Holy Spirit, this much we know right now from what we have just read. When you receive this gift, the gift of the Holy Spirit, when you receive this gift, you get every other gift from the rich storehouse of Christ Jesus in the universe. It's all yours. You have it all. So the big question is do you want the watch or do you want the whole store, including the watch? That is like not even a question. Now, now that you've agreed with me, hold on, don't, don't go anywhere now because come on. That means that if we will ask for this capital G gift of Christmas called the Holy Spirit, the gift, gift of the Spirit, which includes all of the gifts, wouldn't it follow that some of those other gifts could be God's gift to me to deal with my mental health despair right now. Surely, if he says every gift you have, if you have the gift of the Holy Spirit, surely there's a gift somewhere in there that will help me when I'm going through right now. Right? He said, well, no, I don't know. 
I'm not sure. Oh, come on. Think of, I'm going to give you 10 of the gifts. 10 of the gifts in that storehouse. These are 10 of them. There'll be 100 more where these came from, okay? I'm going to put them on the screen for you so you can just see them and, and, and register them in your brain. Here they go. Gift number one, not in any particular order. The gift of peace for what? For our fear. Well, that's a good one. I'll take that one. The gift of hope for our anxiety. Well, I don't mind that one either. Number three, the gift of trust and faith for our depression. Ooh, I could use that. Number four, the gift of forgiveness for our guilt. There are people all all over this planet that are dying physically and mentally because they don't have forgiveness setting them free. Number five, the gift of purity and cleansing for our impurity. Number six, the gift of self-control for our runaway appetite. Number seven, the gift of humility for our oversized ego. Number eight, the gift of courage for our timidity. Number nine, the gift of power for our weakness. Number ten, the gift of discernment for our uncertainty. And guess what? There are a hundred more where those ten just came from. Surely one of those gifts would bless my life, your life, in the midst of this mental health despair that we are experiencing. Surely there's a gift from me and a gift for you. Only if you ask for the one gift. Ask for the one, you get them all. I know what some of you are thinking. This is really preposterous. I mean, come on. One gift gives all the other gifts. Who came up with that little fairy tale? Oh, I don't think it's a fairy tale at all. Once upon a time, the Almighty God looked down and there was a young, young brand newly crowned king, and God showed up to this king in a dream. He said, hey, boy, yo, Solomon, ask me for a gift. I'll give it to you. And Solomon in that dream, he thinks, and then he looks up into the Almighty's space, and he says, I want the gift of your wisdom so that I might, as a child, lead your people. And the Almighty God smiles down on that slumbering young boy. And he says, you know what? I love you. Because you've asked for the one gift of wisdom, I'm going to give you the riches. I'm going to give you the fame. I'm going to give you the power. I'm going to give you the dominion you didn't ask for just because you asked for the right gift. A little preposterous for God to make one gift the the giving of all other gifts? Apparently, it's not preposterous to God. He can do whatever He wants to do. One gift, capital G, brings every other gift with it. Gifts to deal with my mental health issues right now, gifts to deal with your mental health issues right now as we're speaking. Man, read it again. Verse 35. Isn't that something? The angel said to little Mary, the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you so the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Isn't that amazing? When the Holy Spirit comes into you, what grows inside of you is Jesus Himself. Quite literally with Mary. When the Holy Spirit came into her, what began to grow inside of her was the Lord Jesus Himself. Quite uh, personally with you and me, when the Holy Spirit comes, comes into you and me, what grows inside of you and me is Jesus Himself. Until, 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 listen to this, until you, have, you are so filled with Jesus that you're going to birth Jesus in your social circles where you hang out. 
What do you mean birth Jesus? Well, he's just going to come out of you. <laughs> he's coming out of you because you got filled. You're going to birth Jesus in those executive, in those, those executive suites where you work. You're going to birth Jesus there and he's, Jesus is going to come out and he's going to be what they need too. When the Holy Spirit comes into you, Jesus grows inside of you until you birth him in a dark world that desperately needs him right now. It's not an anomaly. This isn't some little fake Christmas fairy tale. The daily gift of the Holy Spirit, that's why it is so critical. Now, look, some of us are struggling. Come on. Get back to this blue Christmas stuff, Dwight. Some of us here are struggling. Some of us watching right now on live stream, wherever you are, some of us are struggling right now with mental health issues big time. There's a generation that is struggling right now. Hey, listen, I understand that. This Jesus, you know, this Jesus that you birth, isn't he the one that speaks to our anxieties? What did he say in the Sermon on the Mount? Come on, put the Sermon on the Mount. Matthew chapter 6. What did Jesus say about our anxieties, please? Do, do not worry or be anxious about your life, but seek first my kingdom. I'll, I'll take care of you. I'll give everything else to you. You just seek, seek me. So he says, I can deal with your anxieties. How about our fears? Just before he is executed, what is Jesus saying? Put that on the screen. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Trust in me. I'll take care of you. You don't have to be afraid. Those fears do not paralyze you. Do you understand? I've already conquered those fears. Well, well, yeah, but what about my depression, Lord? What about uh, the same night? Put these words on the screen. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Every other gift comes with this asking for the Holy Spirit, the one big gift. Which is why we don't need a DIY. Come on. We don't need a DIY list today. No. You know what we need? We need a DIY prayer. You pray this prayer. Here's the deal. You pray this prayer every morning. You mean every word, and you've got it every day for the new year. I promise you. I'm going to give you a prayer now. I'm going to ask you please to memorize it. There is no study guide. Just lock this in your brain. you got a bright mind. You'll hang on to this. Let's put the prayer on the screen, please. Here's the prayer. So simple. Dear Jesus, please fill me with your healing Holy Spirit today. Amen. Now, look, I understand about depression. Some depressions are chemically induced. They're caused by chemical imbalances. And the only way they can be dealt with is by dealing with the chemical imbalance. The chemical imbalance can be dealt with sometimes as simply as through sunlight, as we're now learning. It can be dealt with through drugs, as we well know. It can even be dealt with through diet. I had a young woman who might be sitting in this service right here. I don't know. But she came up to me. She came up to me and she said, you know what? I have gone through major, major depression. And they tried everything. Counseling this, medicine this, everything, everything. And then somebody came along to me one day and said, have you tried chia seeds? Chia seeds. Yeah, omega-3. She said, I took chia seeds. And the depression has never returned. I can't verify the veracity of that. I'm not a doctor. Listen, 
The whole point right here is pray the prayer and then swallow the pills. It's okay. That's the point. It's okay to have pills. It is not a denial of faith. Do you know who invented those pills? Do you know who invented medical science? Guess what? Jesus invented it, the great physician. He said, swallow these pills. Keep praying to me, but swallow. It's okay. Some people say, well, I I really should. No. Uh, Here's what I'm telling you. The Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit himself is absolutely brilliant. He knows exactly how you're wired. He knows exactly how to lead you down a path that will bring you what your heart wants for most. He's brilliant. Jesus is all-powerful. And here's what happens. These two team up, and they have people working for them. And if you go and talk to those people that work for them, those people, because sometimes the truth of the matter is it's not drugs you need, it's not diet you need, it's just a, the, the, the thought processes mentally and emotionally need to get readjusted. And somebody listening in can say, that's it right there. But no matter what avenue is chosen, it's the great physician and the Holy Spirit. Wow. So let's, uh, let's look at that prayer again. In in closing here, please put the prayer up one more time. Dear Jesus, please fill me with your healing Holy Spirit today. Amen. Okay, let's let's repeat it out loud together. Come on, let's let's just pray this prayer right now out loud together. Dear Jesus, please fill me with your healing Holy Spirit today. Amen. Please take that off the screen. What's that prayer? go. You got it. You'll never forget that prayer. It's so simple. But with that capital G gift, you get every other gift that you're needing. But you got to ask. You got to pray. And he's ready. And that mental health despair, that mental health despair starts getting dealt with right now. And right here. Take out your connect card, please. When I enter this, take a peek at that. It's tucked away somewhere in your bulletin. You've done the front of the card. Let's do the back of the card. My next step today, box number one, I will daily pray the prayer. Oh, my, they have the prayer here for us. Dear Jesus, please fill me with your healing Holy Spirit today. Amen. If you're afraid you're not going to be able to remember that prayer, just keep the connect card. You got it with you. But I want you to look at box number two. Box number two, I would like that book on how to be filled with the Holy Spirit daily. That little book changed my life. I don't mind telling you. That little book changed my life. You see the website there? You go to that website. Don't worry about the ushers. They're just getting ready to receive these cards from us. That book changed my life. If you go to that website, you don't have to have anybody send you anything. You go to that website. I have it on my phone. You'll have it on your phone in 1.5 seconds. And if you read that book and pray the little prayer that we just learned, you'll be fine. No matter what lies ahead, you'll go through it with flying colors. Every prayer for healing doesn't take stuff away. The greatest Christian who ever lived 
closest to Jesus than anybody ever since. Paul, three times, begged Jesus, set me free. Just heal me of this. This stuff is killing me. Set me free. And you know what Jesus said? Three times. Jesus said, yo, Paul, I've heard that prayer. I'm not going to set you free. Because in your weakness, my grace will be sufficient for you. And you, girl, you, boy, will be just fine. I'm taking you the best way to my house. Stay with me. So don't worry about it. When the worry goes away, half of our problems disappear, too. We get so nervous and worried about what's going on with us. The peace of Jesus be with you. Box number three, beautiful baptism. You'd like to be baptized? Put a check mark there, just like she was baptized. Make sure we have your email address on if you check box number three. Otherwise, get the book yourself. Pray the prayer together. And the best is yet to come. I can hardly wait for the, for the new year ahead. The wonders of your love for every man, woman, and child in this space, on this planet right now. Blue Christmas. We know the meaning. But here's the deal. What we're humbly asking is, if you give us that capital G gift, we're going to surrender to you our mental health needs. And you meet them, please, so that the peace of Christ will abide in our hearts and we will face the new year with absolute confidence. In Jesus' name, amen.